So today on the podcast, I have Elise Bassine. She's a spiritual mentor and breathwork practitioner who knows how to access the Akashic Records. So a couple of things about this episode. We talk about the subconscious mind, ancestral programming, how to release it, all of those things. We talk about energy and intention, how important it is. And we talk about the miracle frequency. The frequency of miracles. So it's essentially living in this state where you have the awareness that everything that's unfolding is miraculous and synchronous. What's up, lady? Welcome back to the Just for Life podcast with Katie Ellen, your favorite personal stylist and podcast host where I like to show up as a real fucking human, pull the curtains back, and just share what the fuck is going on behind the scenes. So if you are here for a big dose of inspiration, some big boss bitch energy, and are ready to live your biggest, biggest life, then you are in the right place. And I hope today really, really resonates with you. So I'd love to connect with you ladies, so make sure that you're reaching out to me on Insta and let me know if this podcast episode feels good to you, because today is a juicy one, and I want to know what lands for you. So today on the podcast, I have another beautiful, beautiful, beautiful guest. Uh, You know, I love my guest interviews. I love my women, my communities, meeting other amazing, strong women and is a true pillar behind this podcast, what it stands for and why I started it. So today on the podcast, I have Elise Bassine. She's a spiritual mentor and breathwork practitioner who knows how to access the Akashic Records. So we get into all things spiritual in this podcast. I love it. You guys know I work in a lot of spirituality practices daily as part of my business, and I try to operate from that place. I mean, I'm not perfect by any means, and I'm always learning, always undoing. So a couple of things about this episode. We talk about the subconscious mind, ancestral programming, how to release it, all of those things. We talk about energy and intention, how important it is. And we talk about the miracle frequency. She talks about this and how you can tap into it to essentially live your biggest, baddest life. Not only... She does a mini Akashic Record reading on the episode live, just like right in the moment. And it was amazing. We actually know each other through a mutual contact. So we don't really know anything about each other. So it was really, really cool. And full disclosure, I recorded this episode with her the week that I had decided to record the episode about my uh, miscarriage and getting pregnant at 40 and all of those things. So you will kind of hear some of that energy come up for me. And this recording with her, I had the chills the whole fucking time. I just knew like that I had to share my story with you guys and doing this episode with her solidified that for me a thousand percent. So you would definitely hear hints of me not talking about that, but like hinting at that energy and wanting to share it with you. 
So we go over her big bitch resources. Like, what's the thing that gets you going? How did you get into this? We talk about her big bitch outfit. Love it. It's so fucking smoking hot. And we just go down all of the rabbit holes. So if you love spirituality, you love to work it into your daily life to like grow, be a better person, to shift your mindset, then this episode is going to knock your fucking socks off. Hopefully you learned something new. Like I said, reach out to me on Insta. Let me know what feels good for you at Katie Allen Stylist. What resonated with you? What was your aha, just realized moments? DM me. Let me know. If you're obsessed, share it with a friend, right? Build that community. That's how we create impact and change in this world as women is by lifting other women as we climb. So if it resonates with you, please. Also, I'd be super fucking grateful and it would warm my goddamn heart. You don't know how much it means to me when you guys reach out to me and you say say that you shared it with a girlfriend. Uh, Nothing warms me up better. It makes me happier. So I would be forever grateful if you would share it with your best booze. That being said, love, enjoy, and I will see you on the other side. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. I have a really good feeling this morning before I have time to record, and I'm pretty sure it's going to translate through today. But today I have a super special guest with me, Elise Bassine. She's a spiritual mentor and breathwork practitioner, and this conversation couldn't be more on time for me. I have the chills. I'm so excited for you to be here today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here too. Thanks for having me. Yes. Let's hop in with just a little bit about you. Can you kind of just bring us up to speed? Just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got here and let's just dive right in. Yeah. Okay. So my name is Elise. Um, I am from Philadelphia. I, so I've basically been on like a spiritual quest, like my whole life, but, um, really starting around age 19, I had a spiritual awakening, so to speak at that age. And I, um, discovered breath work and, uh, you know, and a lot of other stuff at that time, I discovered yoga and all different healing stuff, but I discovered breath work, which was really what changed my life. And I healed myself through breath work from an eating disorder and anxiety and just completely transformed my life. And I became really engrossed with breath work. I did like four years of breath work or training programs. I taught classes. I had clients and this is like all in my early twenties. And then, um, you know, life just kind of happened. I became a school counselor. I got married, I had kids. And then, uh, fast forward to 2019, it became very apparent to me through the universe kind of banging me over the head a few times that I had to step forward and share the gifts that I knew I had to share. Um, You know, I have psychic abilities and I have a large capacity to help people heal, especially through trauma. And so I started my business. And when I started my business, I thought I was just going to be doing breath work because that's what I'd 
always done with people, but uh, it quickly evolved into a lot of other things, um, the Akashic Records and, uh, you know, coaching. And I run two group programs. I do energy work, breath work. So um, yeah, it just quickly evolved into a lot of other stuff. And now I help people um, clear trauma rapidly and become the best versions of themselves and really step into um, what they're meant to be doing on this planet. I'm so here for this. So here for this. (laughs) I feel like this has been such a big part of my evolution, like diving into spiritual aspects um but just like in a very like this is really new for me but it's definitely what's definitely carried me through like the last year 18 months and i'm really excited to have conversations more conversations like this with spiritual entrepreneurs and like how you use this every day to just like you said like be like live your biggest life i'm so obsessed let's dive (laughs) in Um, I have so many questions. I don't know where to begin, but I would like to really talk about breathwork for a few minutes because that's come up for me before. And I definitely want to talk about Akashic Records. Can you just, um, let's start with breathwork a little bit, kind of how you got introduced to it and like how it began for you. And then we'll just talk a little bit more on like tangible steps that people can take. Yeah. Yeah. So I love breathwork so much just because, you know, and I've, really tried so many healing modalities. I kind of know about most things at this point. And with breath work, I feel like it, to me, in my opinion and my experience is the most efficient and rapid way to transform and to really make shifts and get momentum in your life very quickly, which is why I use it with all of my clients. Um, so I, when I was 19, I, you know, I was kind of on this quest of self-discovery and I started working at a yoga studio. And when I was working at the yoga studio, they had a breathwork class there and I had no idea what it was. I took the breathwork class and I, and I didn't even really have that profound of anything happens to me at that time, but there was something that I just knew I was supposed to do that. And I was really drawn to it. So I just, um, there's a really great breathwork community here in Philadelphia. And I just like got super involved and it was really funny because everyone else was like, you know, in their like thirties and forties and fifties. And I was like 20 (laughs) (laughs) and I was just hanging out with all these like older people doing like these, you know, breathwork trips kind of, cause you know, breathwork is very similar to doing psychedelics in the sense that like you really go into like these different states of consciousness and you're able to access information from your subconscious mind that you wouldn't necessarily be able to access otherwise. So, you know, it's a very deep and powerful process. So, you know, I, that's kind of what happened in the beginning. And then throughout my whole life, I always like from that point on, I always knew that I had this really powerful tool that, um, I could use at any time to completely shift the way that I felt and that I could share with others. So Breathwork is so powerful because like I said, it helps you access the subconscious mind and that's where all of the issues lie, right? (laughs) Like when we say, um, we manifest based on our beliefs or our thoughts create our reality. 
What is really the case is that our subconscious beliefs, our subconscious thoughts create our reality. And that can be confusing for people because it's like, well, how the hell do I know what my subconscious beliefs are? They're not in my conscious mind. Like, how do I, how would I know that? So, um, breath work gives you access to that. Right. And so what happens is, well, there's two things that happen in my perspective when you're doing a breath work session. One is that you force yourself to be in the present moment. So you're thrusting yourself into the present moment where all possibilities exist, right? This is the quantum field where anything is possible. So as you continuously are living in this field of possibility, you start to be able to connect with infinite possibilities. So all of a sudden, all of the ways that you are living in reaction to the past, which is what most of us are doing without even realizing it, we're just living on these like loops based on what happened in the past or what we observed in the past. And instead of living from that place, you're now accessing this field of infinite possibilities. So all of a sudden, different things become available to you and it come into your awareness that wouldn't have previously been there before. So that's one. The second thing is that you start to get energy moving in the body. And what happens is when you start to get energy moving in the body, all of these old, all of these subconscious beliefs that I'm talking about, old traumas, emotions that you haven't allowed yourself to fully feel are living in the body and are holding an energetic frequency in your cells. They're holding a chemical signature in your cells. And they're actually informing the way that you see the world. So when you get energy moving in the body, you actually move that stuck energy out of the body and it actually dissipates and leaves the body. So that what happens is your perspective changes, right? So people start to notice like, oh, like you know, my partner said this thing to me and it didn't annoy me or, you know, whatever it is. That's a good um, one. There, your person, yeah. <laughs> your perspective will just start to change and shift and you really start to get a ton of momentum in your life. And people will notice that they just have these deeper understandings of what they are meant to be doing and how to move towards that without feeling like confused or feeling like they can't step forward because they've cleared all of these subconscious blocks. So that's why it works so well because it just clears and shifts that stuff so quickly that it makes it so much easier for you to just step forward in the way that you might've known you were supposed to before, or you knew you were supposed to do something before, but it felt confusing or you didn't know how to get from A to B. Now, all of a sudden it becomes clear. That is so amazing. So first I want to say, um, I'm so excited you're in Philly though, because I need some East Coast friends. <laughs> like I feel like all my friends oh, yeah. are on the West Coast. <laughs> I'm down in Virginia, so not that far. Like, we can meet halfway. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. Second, that's so powerful. Like, oh, my God, it's so funny that you were talking about the field of possibility because this morning, that's literally, liter maybe this is why I was so excited about this this morning. That's what I was writing down in my little journaling session. I was like, okay, today's the day that, you know, these things can happen even though they feel like they're not. Like, how do I know? Like, you know, our lives shift in a moment. But we forget that. Like, then we switch back to yeah. this automation and you're like, no, really, your life can shift in a moment, good or bad. And like, we totally, totally forget. Um, before we go any deeper, can you, can I just, I want to take a step back really quick and ask about like the subconscious beliefs. So I just want to clarify 
for myself and anyone that's listening. So like when you say like subconscious beliefs and, you know, it feels kind of elusive because like you're like, but I'm always in this state of mind. How do I get there? So I'm going to ask you like one of mine. So for me, I think a subconscious belief of mine is that it's really hard to make money. Like I have to work really, really, really hard or I'll never make money. Is that a subconscious belief? Totally. And to me, I mean, just tuning into like your energy around it. And obviously we can do a little more of this later, but a lot of that kind of programming and what I'm seeing for you specifically is like an ancestral program, right? So um, that's something that like actually gets passed down through the genetic line, like actually in your DNA. So um, a lot of these beliefs that we hold, they could be based on, you know, things we saw in childhood and actually like what I see a lot is there's this ancestral programming, right? Around like, you have to work hard to make money. Things only can be done a certain way in order to like deserve money. You have to work really hard, like that type of belief. So those beliefs will be passed down the ancestral line, but then they get reinforced by what we see our parents saying, doing, or modeling. So for instance, if like that belief was already genetically passed down to you and energetically passed down to you, but then you like see your parents being like, oh, there's never enough money, like got to work really hard or whatever it is. Or even if they didn't even say that stuff, but you could feel it in their consciousness, then that just gets passed on to you. So yes, that's a perfect example of a subconscious belief that we don't actually, we're not consciously thinking that, right? But we will see the results of that in our outer reality, right? Where you know, where it's hard to make money or it seems like you can do it, but you have to like bust your ass or whatever it is, you know? So, um, so yeah, that would be a great example of one. And also the other thing I want to say about it too, is other than breath work to access your subconscious mind, you can also gain information about what your subconscious beliefs are based on the results that you're getting in your life. So, you know, the example you gave around money, if it's, if you are like spinning your wheels, spinning your wheels, and it feels like it's just like drip, 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 dripping. It's like, okay, well, what is, that's the result. So what belief must I have that I'm creating this result? Because that's the result. That's where it's coming from. It's not random. It's not just happening to you. It's because you are holding a belief. You're holding an energy that is attracting that experience to you. Yes. And this is why I love being an entrepreneur so much. <laughs> is it, is like yes. Self-development on steroids. Cause I oh know. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I know <laughs> that I have this belief. I know that money is always a, it was, it was definitely like a childhood thing. Um, and like you use the word deserve. Oh, could you, were you picking that up off my energy? Like, I feel yeah. like I don't deserve money unless I am completely burnt out at the end of the day. Like, and that's something I've really been trying to balance with being an entrepreneur because then there's a piece of me that's like, well, fuck it. Then let's just go back and work nine to nine <laughs> and make the money and stop freaking out about all the other things. But I know that I truly know in my heart that that's not where I'm supposed to be. And that's not how I can serve women and make the most impact for the things I really believe in. Um, so that's one for me that I'm constantly um, trying to work on. Um, I'm really <laughs> attracted to the breath work because to be honest, it's something that when it comes up for me, like whether it's a podcast or someone mentions it, it hits something inside of me. Like you get that little intuitive hit and then I immediately am like, no, but not that. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> I'm too scared to do that. And I had a moment one time, I know exactly, I mean, I can just totally picture it, right? Like there's a moment in my house where I was trying to dive into some breath work and it was amazing. And then I think a lot of people probably do this, um, where you tap into something and then you freak yourself out a little bit because you're like, holy shit, look yeah, at what I, I can do. And um, it felt really scary. But then like, again, it comes up and I'm like, ooh, 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 but then I won't let myself do it. Can we talk about that for a minute? So if someone's feeling like, I've heard of breath work, it comes up, maybe they follow somebody, maybe they follow you and they still just haven't really given themselves, and I'll just use this for lack of permission to really step into that space like do you have any like really solid beginner tips of how to even step into it and like how like if I was like okay I want to do a breathwork session with someone in the future but I'm really intimidated and I want to start with myself like how can I start yeah. So, you know, I, I think, to, well, first of all, I just have to say like the number one thing with this is you do need to get support, especially if you want to really make big changes. Like, yeah, it's great to do stuff on your own and it's great to kind of dip your toe in on your own. But if you're really wanting to go big and make big shifts and get to like where you want to be, you do need to get support. But if it's for the person who's like, okay, well, let me try this on my own before I, you know, start to work with somebody, then um, I would say to try different tools or methods. Like for example, I have something that I offer called the Ascension Toolkit, where I give you four breathwork sessions, three meditations, and journaling prompts that go with all of them. So the way that it's meant for you to use it is for you to kind of play with all of the different tools in way in different ways to see how things are going to like support you and help bring stuff up for you. Because it is hard in the beginning, like to access some of that deeper information on your own. So I created this stuff so people could like play with like first journal, first answer these questions that are meant to kind of like stir stuff up and then do the breath work, right? And see how that works for you. Then you can play with doing a breath work session first and then journaling after, which helps you like process everything you experience in the session. So just trying things out that way, I feel like it's really helpful when you like actually use the journaling to process your emotions or answering different questions that are meant to um, stir things up within you that you don't really normally think of. That's a great way to start. Um, so I would definitely say to try something like that because especially if you're just like, okay, I'm just going to breathe without the other thing too, that's really important is to be intentional with it. Right. Like don't be like, oh, I'm just going to breathe and see what happens. I mean, you can do that, but you probably won't get the same kind of results as if you say like, okay, I'm going to intentionally breathe to like see what is underneath of this anxiety that I've been feeling or whatever it is, like be intentional around it. Or you could even say like, um, I would like to feel a sense of, of calm after this, or, or I would like to feel a sense of well-being after this because your intention is everything. Like if you are not intentional with your energy, then you're not going to get very far because I always, I tell everyone, I tell my clients this all the time, like your energy is your most valuable commodity. If you don't get that in check 
and you're not really, really intentional about where you're putting your energy, then you're just going to kind of get swept up in the wave of everything. And the way that the world is now, that's really easy. It's really easy to get swept up in a lot of waves. So being intentional, being a steward for your energy, my mentor always says is really, really, really important. So when you're, so you utilizing that, when you're utilizing these tools is, can be really, really helpful. Oh, I love that so much. I'm taking notes. So I know <laughs> you're like, what is she doing? Why does she keep tur- turning away? I'm like taking notes. That's so good. I love that on so many levels. And I fully agree. If you really want to see massive changes in your life and you really want to up level, then like getting support is the number one key to that. Yeah. But um, I'm picturing myself like, how am I boosting myself up to even book my call with you? <laughs> Like, let me do some breath work to even book the call for whatever that thing is, or to even say that I want support. Like, you know, sometimes that's really hard for people to say, you know what, like, we feel like we do have access to tons of information. Totally. We can do a thousand things by ourselves. But I agree with you, like, when I'm working with someone else, um, it helps me really, really maybe just set that intention without even realizing I'm doing it sometimes um, and managing my energy. I love that intention is everything. Your energy is your most valuable commodity. Like that's mic drop moment. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> Let's talk about, I was doing some digging on your website and just following along because I'm super intrigued. Um, so something that you'd mentioned, and I've seen it come up in a couple places, and I'm, I'm not sure if this is a breath work or accessing Akashic Records to tell me, um, is the miracle frequency. Like those words yes. really, like lit me up. I'm like, oh, like I like that. Can we, can you tell us what the miracle frequency is? And then like, how do we get there? Like, what is that? I need to know. Yeah. Uh, So the miracle frequency is something that just kind of like was downloaded to me um, back in the spring. Um, You know, I, I have my guides that talk to me and that I communicate with about all the time about like what I'm sharing and teaching and the energies that are running through me that I've meant to share with other people. And I started downloading this um, energy of the miracle frequency. And I was shown like an energetic, a lot of what I do with clients too is energy work. And I was shown this energy work that I was meant to do with people to activate this frequency within people. And what it is, is it's the frequency of miracles. So it's essentially living in this state where you have the awareness that everything that's unfolding is miraculous and synchronistic. So, which is actually true. We just don't realize that because we're focused in like a lower frequency of consciousness because a lot of the programming we have from society and down the generational lines and all of that and the media and every societal, cultural, everything, all the programming we have is like, that things are happening to you and things are random and there's nothing that you can do about it. And that's just absolutely not the case at all. Cause like I said before, like your energy and your intention 
is everything. Like that creates what your experience is. So the miracle frequency is essentially like raising your frequency and raising your state of consciousness so that you're able to see that everything is actually unfolding perfectly and miraculously for you instead of to you. Okay. That's amazing. I'm obsessed. I love that. I love that. (laughs) You got it as a download that's happened to me once this year. And it's just, it was such a life-changing experience because when I was really trying to find myself and people would say, and I mean, I think I'm always trying to find myself (laughs) when I was really (laughs) in the dark night. um, When people would say like, I don't know, it just came to me. I'm like, that's not how it happens. That never happens for me, but it does. And it's so special. I love that. Yeah. I love, I love that whole concept. I'm really, really, really trying to lean into that um, and trying to notice when I, I mean, like you said, I'm always on that lower frequency, but what I'm trying to like grab these pockets of time and space or consciousness and be like, oh, okay, actually, no, it's this. Actually, I am the co-creator. Actually, this, like really, really tap into that. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Ah. I have so many questions. I don't know where to go, um, but I'm sure time is flying. So let's talk about the Akashic Records uh, really quick. So I had lost my job last okay. year, and um, that was a mind-boggling event for me. And the pandemic, I was at this company for 11 years, and I just, like, that was my life, right? And it, I knew things were shifting and breaking and changing, but I still wasn't ready. And like losing my job was like, you know, how we're like, well, I'm waiting for the real sign. <laughs> losing my job right. was I, the sign. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and I just went into this, like, in hindsight, like, I'm so grateful. And I, when I would say back then, I was struggling, but I think I was really doing like some really amazing things. And one of the things I did was I got an Akashic record reading during that time. Um, I, I was throwing all, it at anything like I was like anything that will help me get here but it really really did open me up and I just think every time we dive a little deeper like it opened you up to like just that next level perspective so can we um can really quick I haven't really talked about Akashic Records on the podcast at all so it might be new for some people um I'm sure that it's not for a lot of the the um listeners and my women but can you just talk really quick about like what is Akashic Record and kind of like how you got into that and like give us a yeah. introduction? Yeah. So the way I like to describe the Akashic Records is it is basically like a living library of everything that's ever occurred in the universe or will ever occur in the universe. So when I'm tapping into like your Akashic records, for example, I will be looking at the evolution of your soul and what your soul has experienced and is going to experience and how your soul wants to expand. Um, And the way that I kind of see it is I view it as a frequency of information. So essentially when I'm tuning into your Akashic records, it's almost like a radio dial that I'm like tuning into this station, this frequency of information. And then once I tune into it, I receive feelings, visions, and I hear things that I then translate to you to tell you like what I'm seeing or feeling. Um, and, and then you can ask questions about anything and I'll tell you what I see. And then I usually will get information about, um, like I said, the evolution of your soul. So like the, the next level for you, like, 
what you're stepping into. And then I will also get information about what needs to be cleared, like what is blocking you from that next level of evolution, whether it be ancestral or past lives or trauma, like whatever it is, I'll, I can help you see what that is and clear it in the records. Um, and then additionally, I'll get in some information maybe about spirit guides or any like galactic connections that you may have. Um, and it just really depends on the reading as to exactly what kind of information I get. But, um, yeah, that's basically what it is. And then the way I got introduced to it is, um, Right, pretty soon after, maybe a few months after I started my business, I just kept hearing about it and I heard about it and I started to like get interested in it. And then basically, soon after that, I was like, I think I'm supposed to like read the Akashic Records. And then I took like a, a little course on it. And immediately, the first time I entered the records, I had this like profound experience where. I started crying and it was like an outpouring of unconditional love. And, um, and then I had this like very deep knowing that like I had always been tapped into this, like this was something I could always do. And I just didn't know that I was doing it. Like I always give this example because, you know, this is something I was doing my whole life. I just didn't know that I was able to tune into this as the Akashic Records. I just like knew I could tune into people's energy and read it. But when I was a school counselor, I was a school counselor for 10 years before I started my job. I mean, my business. And um, I used to be able to talk to a parent about their kid and give like all of this in-depth information about their kid without ever having talked to their kid. And I used to think that I was like making things up. Like I used to like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not a good counselor. Like I should have talked to that kid. Like, but I just could tap in and I just knew like what they needed to know about their kid. And, um, but I didn't realize that that's what I was doing until later on when I was like, oh, I just could tap into the account. Like I just could tune into them and know the information. So, you know, it's something that I've realized I've always been doing. Okay. I'm borderline obsessed with you. Okay. This is, you're <laughs> hitting all of my buttons and I'm like, Ooh, can, <laughs> can I bring you to my kid's school? Um, that's so amazing. I love it so much. I, th- I just love, I just love this. I don't even know the word for it. I just love these concepts these ideas and I just I'm so eager to just learn more and to dive in I think it's a big part of me that I've been miss. I think it's always been there but I think I've just always just towed the line and just kept it enough to keep me going and enough to keep me interested but I've just never given myself the go-ahead to like just jump in and I feel like oh I love it so much so before we started recording we were talking and you said that we could do a little mini rec I can't even talk a little mini reading for me on tap into my Akashic records. And we kind of kind of already started this a little bit, but um, yeah. let's do it. If you're down, I want to do it on the podcast. Yes. Live. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to just the obvious things that you were just saying is like, okay, what's the next phase? And I, so to be completely honest, I'm probably going to record a really big episode and release it next week. And then this will come out after it. So this will probably make a lot of sense um, following that. And 
we've been going, I've been going through it. Well, okay. We, my family went through a lot of um, unexpected is the only word I can come up with is unexpectedness over this last month. And I'm coming on the other end of it. I feel like I had a really amazing connection uh, with myself, my spirit guides yesterday and did some clearing, I think um, the best way I know how in my closet by myself, journaling and crying and burning all the things. So I really feel like I'm in this crossroads phase of I learned a lot. That's what I was connecting to yesterday, like kind of what that message was out of that. And then, yeah, so my question is like what you were saying, like what what's immediately blocking and what are the blocks that maybe, I don't know, in the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, you tell me, that can really just like open me up. I feel deeply called or connected to like serve women in a new way that's got so much depth, but also has a lot of fun. Like, I think the style work is very transformational, but it also has this undertone of fun for it for me. And I'm really excited to step into that space. And I have, um, but I feel like it's about to explode, but I don't know how to get it to explode. Um, so the word that they keep showing me is permission. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> So um, looking at the ways where you may be unconsciously waiting for permission from somebody else. So this can be a common thing too, if we feel, um, you know, because, and that this is common in some ways that we feel that because growing up, we felt unacknowledged in some way, or there was some way that we were emotionally not um, given what we needed. We were emotionally unsupported in some way, or we didn't feel fully seen or Mm -hmm. acknowledged by our parents. As a child, we like actually sit in this place of waiting, like that at some point, they'll finally acknowledge me. They'll finally recognize me. They'll finally get how great I am and tell me. Um, So what ends up happening is that happens, especially in our business. It can show up in a big way where we unconsciously are waiting for permission instead of actually like giving ourselves the permission to really step forward the way that we want to. We're like not even realizing that we're waiting for somebody else to give us the go ahead. So that's what it feels like to me is like looking at the ways where you might be waiting to step forward because you're wanting some kind of like outside validation that it's okay. The other thing that I'm really tuning into too is around your spiritual gifts. Um, and infusing those into your stylist, the, to your styling that you do with people, because I think that to me really feels like the next phase. Yeah, I just got chills. So I think it's it's about really allowing yourself to step forward in these spiritual gifts. Like, like it's not like if you didn't have really, first of all, if you didn't have profound spiritual gifts, you wouldn't like be interested in me because everyone who's attracted to me and interested in me has profound spiritual gifts. So that's like a given. And then additionally, you wouldn't be so fascinated by all this stuff if you weren't meant to go into the Akashic records, if you weren't meant to have share spiritual teachings and share your spiritual gifts, like you wouldn't be interested in it. Like it's not random that you 
are interested in this. You know, that's your desire calling you forward and like giving you a compass of like, this is the way, like this is the direction. So um, really allowing yourself to like dive head first into an exploration of um, your spirituality and really like giving yourself full permission to um, like to, you know, just get really weird, quote unquote. (laughs) No, I love that. I feel like that's been sitting there like the like get weird, like like I don't know another word for it. (laughs) And I have my I felt like and I don't use that that much, but I I was gonna say I don't use that that much, but for you it felt like I was supposed to tell you to get weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally sitting right there. Like I can see it. It's like the deeper you go, the weirder life gets. I'm like, ah I love that. (laughs) I was like, oh, when you started talking about not being or feeling like you weren't seen and waiting for permission, I was like, okay, she does know me. (laughs) She is (laughs) in my records. Uh, That is my work to be done is the self-validation. And I feel like I'm on a carousel with that. Can I ask one more? Like, how the hell do I give myself permission? That's the, I just, like, one small thing. Just give me, just spin me around and point me in a direction. (laughs) Um, you need to go there emotionally. So there's like deep emotions that you haven't acknowledged or allowed yourself to feel. And in order to really start to get to the place where you feel like you're able, it's one thing to say, I give myself permission, right? Anyone can say that. It's the same thing as saying, I deserve abundance or whatever the fuck, you know, it doesn't matter unless you actually embody it and feel it in your body. And what's actually going to help you feel it in your body is when you go deep into the emotions that you haven't acknowledged or allowed yourself to feel and allow yourself to acknowledge them and feel them um, and let those feelings move through you. It'll be uncomfortable for a little bit, but then after that, you'll start experiencing miracles. So it's always worth it. Um, but that's that's what's standing between you and really feeling like you're able to stand firmly in that self-validation and feel that permission. Because the only person that's going to give that to to you is you. Mm-hmm. I so agree. I, I knew this morning. So like I did my little journaling session in the morning, like early before the kids wake up, like I always do. And then I was still thinking about yesterday and like I did this whole burning session and my husband was like, oh, can I read it? And I was like, no, dude, it's enough that I even let you know that I journaled about this and I'm asking you to come with me outside to burn it. Like, fuck, no, I'm not letting you fucking read it. Like, it was hard enough for me to just tell you that I felt grief and sadness. And then like when I was getting my daughter ready, Usually by the time my kids wake up and I get in that mode, I kind of shut down. Not I don't, maybe I do. I'm saying it out loud. I shut that down, but I don't let myself really feel the feelings. And I kept journaling after like we were 10 minutes away from going for school. And I kept, I went back to the journaling and wrote a couple more things. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like I don't, like I claim to be vulnerable and to have this level of realness and tell people basically everything I'm thinking, but I don't because I stop at a very certain level because I don't let myself mm-hmm. go there. So it's not that I don't right. want you to go there. I won't fucking go there. So how can I take you there exactly. with me if I've never been there? And that came exactly. up for me this morning. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Just when you think. 
<laughs> just when you think you oh, know, there's always on. more yes <laughs> there's always a deeper level you know so it's it's all good but yeah and use the breath work like um you know i have a, a freebie on my site you could try that um that gets sent to your email but just use the breath work because like it sounds like this morning and when you're doing this journaling you did um drudge up some emotions. So, you know, use the breath work in an intentional way to ask to like move some of those emotions through. Um, cause that'll be really helpful. Um, I've already signed up for your freebie on your email. I've been all up in your shit. And I was like, Katie, maybe you should actually fucking meet her and talk to her before you start like stalking her. (laughs) I just had like this really like strong feeling this morning. And I just was like, Ooh, I'm so like, and we connected and got connected weeks ago. And it just literally just came up for me like last night and this morning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh God, I love this. I love when this happens. Yeah. So much. Thank you. That was amazing. Um, yes. So in my heart, um, it is exactly. And the timing of this is amazing. And I really, really appreciate that. I the word that you used fascinated that was it when you said fascinated I was like yes I'm fascinated by these different like modalities and energy healing and syncing with the moon and just even paying attention to it like that stuff has changed my life and I don't um I really do kind of keep it separate and yeah Thank you. That was just awesome. I don't yeah, even know yeah. what if I had other fucking questions. I have so many notes. I don't even remember what else I was going to tell you, but I would love to share more about you and where people can find you. But before we step into that, I have some big bitch questions for you. Okay, so, let's do it. Let's do it. I know we talked a little bit about this in the beginning of the podcast um, before we started recording, but I truly believe that everyone that comes on this podcast is aligned on time and that we're all just trying to step into this space of living our big life. And I, everything you said tonight really, really resonated with me. I know it's going to open people wide open and uh, ready to do that. So that being said, like, what is your, like, you have something going on in your life and you want to endure in your body and, you know, the physical manifestation of like how you feel on the inside and what you connect with, with clothes, hair, makeup, all of those things. Like, what's your go-to, like, big bitch outfit? Like, this is my BBE energy. I am ready to go. What is that go-to? It could be one thing. It could be five things. Like, what are those things for you that just make you feel like the fucking queen that you are? So I love this question. I'm going to say a few things just because, well, first of all, I told you before we started recording, I love fashion. I thought I wanted to work in fashion when I was younger. Like I love clothes. I have always spent way more, much, way too much money on clothes. <laughs> used to be more money than I had, but now I've met, figured that one out. But um, so anyway, I love clothes and also I'm a Scorpio. So um, you're going to see me in black a lot. Like I love black and I, that's kind of always my go-to, especially like if I'm going out or I'm like doing anything, you know, where I need to like get dressed, quote unquote, you're going to see me in black for sure. Probably like tight black stuff um, with like a necklace. That's really cool. I also love big earrings. Um, So you're either going to see me like in black in all black with like a really cool necklace or really big earrings. But also I just have to say like my favorite thing about 
about fashion and style is like really high quality, comfy clothes. So like, you know, I'm all about like, you can see I'm wearing right now, like this like tie dye sweatsuit that like is so cute, but it's like the most comfortable, high quality. Like I will spend a ridiculous amount of money on high quality sweats um, because I wear them all day. They look cute. I can like go walk the dog and be outside and feel like I look cute, but also like I'm like, I'm in my pajamas. So to me, that's like the pinnacle of like what I yearn for in clothing is just like super comfy, but also super cute. So I love that as well. Um, so yeah, but it, but you will find me in a lot of black cause I'm just a Scorpio. And also I feel like The reason why I love black is because like, there's so much underneath the surface for me. I feel like I always have to just keep the outside black because it's like, if I wore like a ton of colors, I would just feel like there's too much going on because there's so much going on within me that it just feels good for me to leave the outside, like a little more up to the imagination, I guess. (laughs) I love that. I think black can be like very mysterious when I think of black. I mean, it has a lot of different interpretations really. I love that. And so almost yeah. Scorpio season. Um, it's, I know. <laughs> here's a fun um, synchronicity. So it's so funny that you mentioned the tie-dye outfit. Because <laughs> I have two. One of them's a nice one that is more high quality that I love. And I get the same feeling that you were just saying. Like, I feel like a fucking badass, even though I have on this sweatsuit. And I wear it all the fucking time. And then there's this one other tie-dye sweatsuit that I got from Target. And I love Target, don't get me wrong. But it just doesn't have the same quality of the other one. And there's two times I've worn it. Well, I've worn it tons of times, but two times I've worn it like to work. And those are the two fucking worst days. Now, those two days broke me open in ways I needed to be broken open, but they were the two fucking worst days. And I'm like, fuck this sweatsuit. I'm throwing it away. <laughs> but but it is something, and that's one of my biggest things. It's like, it's not about the sweatpants. It's not about wearing sweatpants. It's about the quality of them. It's like, do they have holes? Do they make you feel good? Like, what's the energy that they bring for yeah. you? Because like speaking, it's like the energy stuff for me, clothes carry energy because they carry memories and like that's how we call up memories and things is like how does it feel how does it sound how do you interpret that color what does that color remind you of all those things ah i love that so much um so then that's amazing i wrote down um, black tight stuff because i just love that (laughs) black tight stuff (laughs) and big earrings like that's it if i have that on i feel like a badass what is a totally. resource that you want to share with anyone who's really trying to embody and step into that uh, that energy, like queen energy? I guess it's the same thing I'm thinking of when I think of like big bitch energy is like, I know who I am. I know what I want. And like, I'm here to do it unapologetically. What's a go-to resource that changed your perspective, like a book or a podcast or something like that? Okay. So I'm going to say two, I'm going to say a book and a podcast. So, um, a book. So anything by Barbara Marciniak, who she is a Pleiadian channeler. So she channels the energy of the Pleiadians who are like interdimensional beings. And her information is super profound. I have been obsessed with her for like 20 years. Um, it's a really amazing perspective. It's a wider perspective on 
humanity and why we're here and all of these things. So um, she's always been to me, like one of the most profound, like reading her work to me is one of the most profound things that will really open up and change your perspective. Um, And then as far as a podcast goes, um, my friend and um, she was my coach for a really long time and we still work together here and there, but her name's Jocelyn Kelly Reed. And she has a podcast called Queen Flow, the podcast. And she is just the best at bringing like that energy that you're talking about, like the queen energy and like stepping into your fullest life. Um, so you definitely have to check her out. I've been on her podcast a few times too. Um, but for that type of energy that you're talking about, her podcast is, is where it's at. So I definitely recommend that too. I love that. And it's so funny because the whole time we've been talking, like the word queen just like kept coming to my mind. I was like, I think what I'm trying to say (laughs) when I say big bitch is like queen energy. And then like I immediately visualize like Beyonce and the, and her like queen outfit. Um, so good. So I'm very interested uh, to check both of those out. Can you spell Barbara's last name for anyone who was listening? I was like, what? yeah. So it's M A R C I N I A K. Wait, I have it up here. I'm just making sure that's right. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Oh, I was so close. I just for I cha- I changed the Z for a C, but I was like, let me double check because I'm absolutely reading these. <laughs> yeah, I would start with her her book, Bringers of the Dawn. I would start with that book because it's an easy read and it's also um you can listen to it on Audible. And it's it's pretty it's like short-ish, and I think it's a good introduction to her work. So I'd recommend starting there. So special. I love sharing resources. And let's talk about you and your resources and your freebie and how people can talk to you. Because now I know everyone's like, oh my God, they want to connect with you. I know I definitely want to dig deeper for sure. So tell us a little bit about what you have going on. Like you'd mentioned your uh, freebie on your website, how people can contact with you. Like, tell us more about you. How can we get more of you? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. So a great place to start if you're interested in my work would be just grabbing my freebie off of my site, which is a breathwork session um, and journaling. And that is a great place to just kind of dip your toe in. And then you can also, you can find me on my website, obviously, which is elisebreathes.com. And that has all the different ways to work with me. I run two group programs, plus I work with people one-on-one. And I do offer some one-on-one Akashic Records readings. um, But I do encourage people to work with me for longer periods of time, just because that's how you can get the real results. Um, And then you can also find me on Instagram at Elise underscore breathes. And I post a lot on there, like... um, my energy forecasts and I'm always sharing information on there, just the stuff that's coming through to me. And then I also have a Facebook group called breathe to succeed. And I do weekly energy forecasts in there every Friday. So that's a really good place to find me also. I love it. That's where I was like, slow myself down this morning when I was about to join your Facebook group. And I was like, Katie, meet her first. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I just felt so called. I don't know. I just had this like great feeling this morning um, that it was just going to be. So I really am so grateful for you for coming on the podcast today and for sharing everything that you shared and how um, people can connect with you. And just thank you so much, Elise, for coming on the show. It's been amazing. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. Thank you. Hey, lady. 
before you leave, I wanted to remind you that my mission is to support you reach your highest potential through style. When we are aligned with our style, everything becomes easier and it's been proven that we actually even make more money. How fucking amazing is that? Let's crush your 2022 goals together and create your biggest, baddest life ever. Let me take away 100% of the anxiety and dread of what to wear after you've booked that big client, booked that big workshop, or have booked that big conference that you've been dreaming of. So whether you want to unlock your signature style, you want ongoing support, or maybe finally 2022 is a year that you're gonna do that branding photo shoot that you've been putting off, I can help you. Book your free consult today. See if we're a good fit over at katiejuststyle.com backslash connect or hit your girl up on the gram. Send me a DM. I'll send you that link directly or we can start the conversation there at Katie Allen Stylist. All right, boo. I won't talk to you later. Bye.